What's up, everybody? This is Julie here with another episode of my favorite episode. Today, our special guest is Eric. So, Eric, welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for coming on. So, today we are talking about Eric's favorite episode of the show, Pushing Daisies. Um, season one, episode one, which shout out to Eric, cause now I knew what was going on. Yeah. I wasn't confused <laughs> like other people that I had on the show. Um, and this episode is called pie let <laughs> like pie. Get like it, guys. The, it was cute, Get right? It. I thought it, I was like, Hmm, I wonder what it's that adorable. means. Um, <laughs> so loved, loved that little pun. Um, but I'm going to have Eric kind of take over from here and tell us, can you just tell us a brief summary about what the show's about yeah. since I've only saw episode oh, one? Just brief. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the show basically, uh, starts off with Ned and he finds out that he can bring things back to life after they've died, obviously, uh, when his dog Digby is hit by a truck, um, that later that day, his mother dies of brain aneurysm. He's having a rough day, this little nine-year-old. And he touches his mother and realizes that when you bring things back from the dead, you have to take a life from something else. So the uh, girl across the street, who is his crush, he's in love with her, uh, he kills her dad. Not like Whoopsie. actively, doesn't run across the street and go, you're dead now. But it's just a <laughs> random proximity thing. So uh, then he finds out that if he ever touches the thing he brings back again, he kills them forever and cannot bring them back. So flash forward, all of a sudden, he is, I think, like in his late 20s. And he's working with a private eye who uh, basically they touch murder victims, find out who killed them, collect the reward money, and then... They kind of split it, and he finds out that his crush from across the street, her name is Chuck, she has been murdered on a cruise ship, and they try to figure out who killed her, and he brings her back to life and can't touch her again because he loves her so much and wants the world to be, or like wants a world with her in it. Yes, yes. And I actually think I want to finish this series because there's no fucking way they don't touch. No. I mean, I mean, and it's it's it, unfortunately it's a short series because they the first season's only like nine episodes because it was uh during the writer strike, so after the nine episodes they were like oh well we'll just bring you back for thirteen episodes second season and then we'll see if you go beyond that, and in the second season I think towards like halfway through, the ABC executive comes over and tells the creator Brian Fuller he's like hey we're not sure if you're gonna get it picked up so try and write the last episode of the season to be a series finale. And he does, but he's still like, even now is trying to bring it back for either a third season or a movie or like a Broadway show. So he's, I mean, he's been working. He did um, also the show Hannibal, which you probably wouldn't like if you don't like scary stuff. Cause I'm Hannibal's, afraid of my own shadow. Back. I'm afraid of myself. <laughs> this is, this is like dark, but it's cute. You know, mm. it's like dealing with death and it's like Matt, dark zombies. and cute. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he also did um, Dead Like Me, and which is another again, he's obsessed with death apparently. But yeah, are you a serial killer? <sighs> I might be. 
let's talk about Dexter next. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a favorite episode of Dexter. Yeah. I actually want to watch that, but we're, we're getting off topic as per <laughs> usual. <laughs> this is every, uh, every time. But no, when I, when I first started watching, so I'm like big into dogs. Like my dog is my <laughs> life, right? So literally the first 30 seconds like it's this little boy and he's like skipping through daisies which another pun um and he's there with his golden retriever and then all of a sudden the dog runs in the street and gets hit by a car and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me like what is this what you know what What matt cancel cancel this podcast recording because this guy's a fucking dick that's what my thought. And then he brings the dog back to life. And I was like, oh, you know what, Eric? It's still on. It's See so you at 11. Every time I tell somebody <laughs> to watch that show, I immediately think of that first scene because mm-hmm. i'm like people are gonna think i'm such an asshole because yeah. they kill the dog right off the bat. i know and i think that's like everyone has that like weird sensitivity to dogs like it's like oh kill all the fucking people you want but god <laughs> damn it don't touch don't the dog. dog there's an entire website that tells you if there is a dog that's murdered in a movie murdered i mean killed. <laughs> no, murdered it's the dog. murdered if a dog <laughs> is murdered in a movie i think it's like does the dog die.com or something like that oh and it god. tells you whether or not the dog dies in a movie oh shit I'm going to have to be visiting that a lot. That's going to be like one of those icons on my safari when you open it. It's like the main thing that I'm on all the time. Um, But yeah, so I was very happy to see when the dog was uh, brought back to life. Um, But it is like really tricky. Like you said, like he brings people back to life. And then if he wants to keep them in his life forever, he can't touch them again. And if you really think about like how often you touch people, (laughs) like this guy's got a really, really tough life. And I think they even, um, they did, like, behind, I was reading this thing about the behind the scenes, and when they were filming, uh, Ned is played by Lee Pace, and he would not touch people, like, behind the scenes, and, like, uh, even, um, what's the girl who plays Chuck, Anna Friel, uh, she tried to give him a hug after they did a take, and he like would not touch her and he just like walked away from her really and he's like i just kept getting into my own head and saying that i couldn't touch people because he didn't want to make a mistake and ruin a shot and so he's always there with his hands in his pockets or he looks really awkward that's actually really funny (laughs) tragic at the same time so why did you choose this episode and because i mean i'm sure it's because you wanted to help me figure out what the show was about but why is it your favorite that's actually one of the reasons why it's my favorite because it's it is the pilot. It's the first episode, but there's a lot of world building they have to do right off the bat to get you in, into it. Yep. So I think one of the reasons they have to kill the dog is because they have to kind of, you have to feel sympathy for this kid right off the bat. So mm-hmm. you see his dog die and immediately you're like, oh my God, poor kid. But then he brings it back to life and you're like, oh, cool. And then you learn the rules of how this power works. And I just think that the, it's, I think all of that is covered in the first 13 minutes that sets up the entire series yep. and it's kind of hard to do i think it's the best pilot i've ever seen because it's does such a great job of being concise telling you exactly this is the rules of this world because it's not it's not a real world it's like this hyper stylized like fairy tale so it's giving you the rules of this world the characters and you pretty much love everybody right off the bat too. Mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah. Kristen Chenoweth is kind of like annoying, but it's in a cute way. Is that the blonde? Yeah. Yeah, God, I hate her. <sighs> you hate Oh, Alex my Snoop? God. I mean, did you watch Glee? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, like, she was on Glee. She was annoying as shit. Yeah, but everybody's annoying on Glee. I mean. I mean 
that's just like a that's a Ryan Murphy. I know thing. it's actually true. It's actually true because like even the actress that plays Rachel, like she's a bomb singer, but every time I'm like, oh Rachel, would you fuck off? <laughs> it's just like it's so true. Now that I'm really thinking about it, they really they really do have the worst characters. I like Olive in this, though. Or Kristen Chenoweth in this, though. Yeah. She, my I, Actually, I wrote down a quote that she said that made me like laugh out loud. She said, um, I used to think masturbation meant chewing your food. <laughs> I don't think that anymore. <laughs> and I'm just, like, thinking of, like, going up to, like, a little boy and be like, you make sure you masturbate real good. Because you don't want to choke and die. <laughs> I was dying. I love those, like, one-off quotes. Hilarious. And she's, like, obsessed with him. Yeah. She, like, loves him. <laughs> And he won't touch her. Another thing that cracked me up is when she's like talking to him about petting the dog and then it flashes to him petting the dog and he just has this long (laughs) stick with a hand on it and he's just moving it up and down. I do think that's the most unrealistic part of the show though is just the fact that that dog did not touch him after that. Yeah, like I was thinking that too because he saves the dog and then like later he finds out that if he touches some. Well, it happens with his mom where she dies and then he touches her again and she dies again. So you're telling me he did not touch right. that dog once. You bring and... your adorable golden retriever back from the dead and you don't hug that dog? Yeah. Really? Unless the dog had like guilt and was like, don't you dare fucking touch me. He kept he like knew. running from him. Dogs are pretty intuitive. Maybe. You know, like, that's get true. This away from me. I want to live longer. <laughs> and so I guess judging by how much time passes from when the dog gets brought back to life to when he's an adult. The dog's pretty much immortal then, I guess. Everybody's immortal after you touch them and kill somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Which... And do you do you find out, if you continue continue watching, why he is the way he is? No. Oh, they just, no. they just never tell And you. I think they never even planned to. I think it was always just kind of like this magical like thing where you yeah. never find out. I don't even know if I should call that magical. I mean, I'm just like really stuck on the fact that he can't touch her. <laughs> it's... So, what girl hangs around with a guy that won't touch her? <laughs> That's the thing. If you keep watching, though, they find these kind of little creative ways to have kind of physical contact. No wonder Olive knows what masturbation <laughs> is now. <laughs> her crush won't touch her. <laughs> She's going to learn. They learned. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love the way they have to film, they have to um, frame the shots where. Uh, Ned and Olive are in the same shot together because she's like probably four foot nine and he's like six five. So there's like they have to have it framed all the way back and she's looking at him at like a 90 degree angle at all times. Fun. At all times, yeah. And then she has to like stand on a table to look at it. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Because that's where she was like trying to seduce him. She's standing and then she just like hops off. Like she's like, oh, fuck it. Okay, whatever. There's even an there's episode, a there's a Halloween episode in the first season where you find out that Olive is a a retired jockey horse jockey because she's so tiny <laughs> that's hilarious see i really think i'm gonna keep watching but i have this tendency to like start shows and then like someone else will recommend something so then i stop <laughs> watching <laughs> and start watching something well, else you just have to binge i think there's only 22 episodes of the entire yeah, series i've been binging off of uh matt's hulu recently <laughs> so so, uh, but I do have my own Amazon Prime, so I'm not breaking the law there. <laughs> I have a tendency to like not want to have my own uh, memberships of things, so I use other people's as long as I can. Um, but yeah, no, I think I'm going to definitely watch this. I actually am a big fan of, I think his name's Emerson, 
Is that his partner's name? Oh, yeah. Chi McBride. I love him. He's, he's so hilarious. Because he's like, he makes these like funny comments, but his face is serious the whole time. <laughs> I love when he finds out, um, when he brings back uh, Chuck, when Ned brings back Chuck at the funeral home, mm-hmm. and then the funeral director dies. And you find out he was just a bad person, but... Uh, they're like looking in the newspaper and Ned goes, it's a random proximity thing. And he goes, bitch, I was in proximity. <laughs> just the way he delivers that line. Is so funny. I know he's hilarious. Like I actually, I wrote that down. I wrote Emerson equals hilarious. And then <laughs> they don't really say his name. So I was like, did I make that up? Like, what is his name? So uh, yeah, big, big fan of him. And I'm intrigued with their love story too i mean i've said a hundred times about how i don't understand how they can't touch but i also kind of like like ned and chuck's love story yeah it's it's like i think it's a little bit manic pixie dream girl but at the same time i think that like it was kind of ahead of its time for that or maybe it was like right around the time that was starting to become a like trope and yeah um it doesn't get annoying for me like she I think is a stronger character than they would normally create a love interest like that in the show. So she, if she kind of, he's like, Oh, don't leave the apartment. The first thing she does is leave the apartment. Right. And when she's talking to him about the, um, the reward, he, she says, uh, that he doesn't, she doesn't want him to collect the reward. And then she's like, no, you know what? $50,000 is a lot of money. I want some of that too. So mm-hmm. then she kind of gets involved with it and she becomes, she, becomes her own character and she goes off and does all this stuff and throughout the series he has this weird possession of her because he touched her and brought her back to life and doesn't want her to die and she can't touch him and she pushes back on him through like the entire show and i liked that about her now is there anything that can protect the touch like if you wore gloves just condoms (laughs) I was telling Matt, I was like, they they just have to get into weird, like, kinky latex yeah, play. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just put on a pair of winter gloves. <laughs> they do. Um, at one point, I think they put up this, like, plastic barrier in the front seat of Ned's car with, like, those radiation gloves that, like, in the be- if you watch The Simpsons at the beginning, like, Homer's. Like, like in Bubble Boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why am I thinking of Bubble Boy? I d- Did anyone I don't see know. that movie? <laughs> I would. In my head, I was like, mm, nobody's going to know what that is if I say that. <laughs> I know. I thought that was like, maybe, well, I'm, I'm Matt's sister, so I've seen some <laughs> stupid ass movies. But like, I thought that that movie was like a movie that people knew of. Like, <laughs> like when I talk about, um, what the fuck's his name? Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. I was gonna say Jake Segal. I was putting. Boy. I was gonna. I was putting him and Jason Segal together. Like Jake Segal, you know him. Um, I always like refer to that movie, and then people are like, "No, Brokeback Mountain." And I'm like, "I've never seen that movie in my life." But Bubble Boy. Bubble Boy's a good place to start. I usually say Donnie Darko, but never seen that either. Oh, you should watch that <clears> one. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, but go ahead. Sorry, I cut you off. So they do test it with that kind of yeah, scenario yeah. so they they kind of do that and then there's like a scene where they like kiss with a uh plastic wrap at the at the pie hole yeah so that they... was another good thing the name <laughs> of his pie shop is pie hole <laughs> i love all of the names for everything the bo- boutique travel travel boutique <laughs> <laughs> and the names of people too dd D. duffield yeah D. chuck D. charles R. I. P. emerson cod 
Yeah, I actually love the name Emerson. It's a great name. I know. I actually told my sister I wanted to name one of my kids that, and she was like, ew. And I was like, okay, well, maybe not. That's going to be your niece. So, niece? <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I'm using it as a girl's name. It's like a trend. That. It's 2019. <laughs> Come on. I'm also naming my daughter Matt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so I have a uh, little trick question for you. If you were in Ned's place and you killed someone by mistake and then couldn't touch them again, who would it be and why? You mean if I brought somebody back to life yeah, by mistake? Yeah, yeah. Well, not by mistake. But. No, like you killed someone by mistake, then you brought them back, but then you couldn't touch them again. Who would you pick? Because it obvi- obviously has to be someone important to you. It wouldn't just be like, oh, I accidentally nudged this woman at the supermarket and she died. <laughs> 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 so I brought her back and never talked to her again. Um, I don't know who I'd bring back. I know, it's tricky, right? David fucking Bowie. Yeah? There, that's it. But would you like? No, I guess you. Because I mean, like, I'm never going to totally, touch David Bowie anymore. I know you, and you could like totally run with that too. Yeah. Like you could like take a video of yourself, like your phone in the air, like smiling of him dead, and then like touching him. Yeah, I'd have so many Instagram followers. After you that. would, and then like you'd be like, "You saved David Bowie." Yeah. But don't come near me. Again and that would be that would be in my bio. Die. I'm the guy who saved David Bowie. Yeah. No, I can't bring your family back. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, and if you come near me, I'll touch you and I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> and that's and that's the tea. But then where do you do that? Because it's a random proximity too. So, and you find out like at some point in one of the later episodes, it also has something to do with mass. So like with the dog, when he brought the dog back, a squirrel died. So with a person, a person always has to die. Yeah. But if you I know, and I didn't back, pick up an on animal. the squirrel thing. Like they show the squirrel dying and like, I was just like, oh, that's weird. And then like the whole mom thing happens. And it's funny. His mom just looks like the classic, like, 70s mom like she had like i don't even know if it's 70s probably further than that like 50s yeah 40s baking but yeah and she's making multiple pies and she has like the headband in her hair like in like pleasantville how they all looked in pleasantville like that and i'm just like this is just terrible how how long ago was this and then she's tucking him in and she calls him big daddy which oh my god thank god i missed that part I would have been so pissed off. <laughs> big Daddy? Yes. Can you imagine if, if Mom called you Big Daddy? And then right. it's like, oh, right, she big does daddy. deserve to die. Yeah, kiss that kid goodnight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why you died, okay? <laughs> Actually, he can touch anybody again. It's just... Nothing happens. You just can't call him Big Daddy. I mean, actually, if you think of like some nasty people, they'd probably be into like killing the love of their lives and not being able to bring them back, but like doing whatever they wanted to the body. Right? I mean, am I right? <laughs> well, this got dark. <laughs> Which is an uphill battle, you know? All right, maybe you should watch Hannibal. Yeah, maybe, maybe. No, but I'm telling you, I'm afraid of everything. It's not right. It's really not. I'll be like walking my dog at like 7 p.m. I live in a non-scary town and I'm like checking my surroundings. I have like pepper spray. I'm, I'm afraid of everything. I'm afraid of everything. It's not right. You should get a taser. They're more fun. Yeah. Also, with pepper spray, the wind can change and hit you in the eye. Well, yeah, and it's also like, I don't even know how to use it. I just have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's locked. I don't, I don't even know how to unlock it. Yeah, I would just be the one being like, stay back. I'll use it. <laughs> Me mouth's pointed right at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. Anyways. Um, so you said David Bowie. I'm still, I'm still stuck on this. I want you to pick a personal person. Oh, personal person. Like, you know, somebody, you know, 
I I don't know that many people who have died. Unlucky. I mean, my pop-up died, so I guess I would do my pop-up. Yeah. But oh, God, don't say that in front of my that gets real sensitive. Well, you wanted to get real personal, so. I know. I was just wondering. Because it's hard. How, how do you choose? I mean, we I feel like we've had a lot of deaths in our family. And it's like, how do you pick just one? And then you can't touch them again. The, th- the thing is, it, it, there's a lot of, like, kind of morality involved, too. Because you're killing somebody else when you're bringing somebody back. So it's like probably wouldn't do my papa because he lived a long time and it was like kind of like you could kill a kid who is just happens to be nearby so I it's know, like it's you tricky. have to find somebody who deserves to be brought back like he brought back um chuck because she was murdered and he's in love with her and then he, the, he got lucky because the um funeral director was, was a bad guy yeah. so but i think you'd have to You'd have to find somebody. You'd have to like put an ad in the newspaper. Do they still do that? Are there still newspapers? I don't know. It's actually funny so that I've seen like minivans <laughs> driving in my neighborhood just like chucking so paper. Basically... I'm like, what happened to the little boy on the bike? <laughs> Why is there a grown man throwing newspapers from a minivan? How about just you rent a minivan and you put an ad on the side and you drive around saying, has a loved one died? They have to be under the age of 30. I'm just thinking of like... If I can bring them back. If they put that on a billboard on like 95, how many people would die just trying to read it while driving? <laughs> you could totally do that as like a um, viral marketing for yeah. the podcast. Just make an Instagram page. <laughs> Double tap if you want to die. <laughs> there you go. That's how we'll do it. We have to remember that it's 2019. <laughs> Because our newspaper just sits. Everybody just starts double tapping. Yes, <laughs> yeah, fucking exactly. kill me. Exactly. So we could have like our own, like we would have our business too. And like we'd put everyone's name in a fishbowl and be like, oh, all right. Like Matt Kelly, you're dying today. Congratulations. <laughs> so we are serial killers. Yeah. All right, fine. We'll talk about Hannibal. <laughs> so anyway, my favorite episode of Hannibal. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of killing people, I murdered someone yesterday. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying to read off my notes here because I have a bunch, but oh, I, I, I tend to get off topic <laughs> about everything. Let me look at my notes and see what I have here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the one thing I've I watched it. I've seen this episode a few times, probably like upwards of five. I know that's kind of embarrassing, but it's like when did this come out? Sorry, not 2000. Oh, so it's been out for a while. Maybe, I thought yeah. this was like a new show. I forget when the writer's strike was. It was when I was in college. I think it was 2007 or 2008. Okay. Um, But I know it ended in 2009. So I guess, it, yeah, it was. Amazon so Prime had shows at that time? No, it's um, it was on ABC. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So I was thinking it was like an Amazon Prime show. So now they, I think Amazon just happened to buy the rights to it. Got uh, it. Like to stream it. Okay. So um, this was like a show that was on like Monday nights at nine. Yeah. I think okay. it was Wednesdays at nine, but yeah. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> but again, as always, I cut you off. So what were you saying? Oh, the, um, so I was rewatching it and they have, they make a big deal out of showing the mom when she's baking the pie, they show the timer and then it goes off within a minute, like as she's taking this pie out of the oven and then she's walking over to Ned holding this hot pie in her bare hands. I'm wondering if the dead can't feel pain. 
They never bring it up, but she's carrying a hot pie plate in her hand. It's either that or it's a mistake. And that's before she died, right? No, that was after. Because he touches her and she wakes up, goes over, takes out the pie, and then the timer goes off. And she's like holding it, looking across Uh... the street as Chuck's dad dies. And what's the whole thing with, um, and I could have, I probably missed this, but like he tracks he tracks on his watch yeah and it's totally wrong because i did time it and he talks to her for like a a minute and 30 seconds yeah what what is that minute though if he He only has a minute to do it he has a minute to touch them again or somebody else dies oh that's what it is okay yeah that's what i was missing so i'm like why is he doing that like i was thinking i was like he's doing that because they only have a minute to live and then i'm like nope that's not right because (laughs) they can live the whole time if if he goes past a minute then somebody else in the area dies and so he has to he he basically starts at like two seconds or five seconds before he has to touch them again so i think he just keeps an eye on his watch the whole time but what I really like about this show is that there's no other shows like it. So, like, I feel like a lot of shows that come out anymore, it's like, oh, that reminds me of Friends or, yeah. like, that reminds me of something else that's already out. But, like, this, it's like you've never seen a show like this. That's um, why it was canceled. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. All the good shows, all the shows that are, like, brand new or exciting or different, they just cancel them. I know. Cancel them right after two seasons. Meanwhile, there was, like, seven seasons of Laguna Beach, and it was scripted. Or Jersey Shore. Oh. (laughs) Who do we know that likes Jersey Shore? Well, the worst part is, like, he texts me, and just so everyone knows, it's Matt that we're talking about, producer (laughs) Matt. He will text me about Jersey Shore, and it'll be, like, an episode from, like, 2009. I'm like, Matt... You are so far behind. Snooki has children now and she's married. So How embarrassing for her. Yeah. Yeah. She decided to be an adult. We actually, when I was in high school, went to Seaside Heights after prom. And I'm like, wow, could we get any trashier? It was like we were inspired by Jersey Shore. So That's bad. something you don't want to hear. Inspired by Jersey Shore. I Although I still do get blacked out drunk like they do. So <laughs> I guess I'm still a little inspired. Still. still. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the w- one thing about the show, and I have these uh, completely unfounded theories about this show as well. Um, one thing that I kept uh, looking at was... There's these weird repetitions throughout the entire, I think it's the entire series. I, ha- I only took notes on the first one. But, like, I think when Chuck says, after she's, like, he's saying that he has to touch her again and kill her, um, she says, can you be my last kiss, first kiss, last kiss? It seems kind of nice. Does that, is that weird? He's like, no, it's not weird. It's symmetrical. And throughout the entire show, there's these other kind of symmetries where like the town is called Kurtaker, which means heart of hearts. She's Chuck Charles. Uh, there's the boutique travel, travel boutique. There's the two funerals like going on at the same time. There's synchronized swimmers, the two sisters. Yeah, um, the You find out later that the funeral director who died, he had a twin brother and there's the synchronized swimmer uh, ants were called the Darling Mermaid Darling. So I was wondering if there's going to be like at some point something was supposed to happen. Like he had planned, this is the, how that show begins. 
I'm going to somehow bring it all back to whatever it is, but he never got a chance because it got canceled. So there's like throughout the entire show, I think there's kind of little symmetries like that. And I always wanted to know if something was going to happen with it. And now I never will. Hmm. Maybe so you should, should write the the writer a letter. I should. I follow him on Twitter. I should just yeah. tweet at him. You and could say, be like, hey. you could be like Stan. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> Kidnap Brian Fuller and put him in the back of my trunk. It, so it got canceled after two seasons. Yeah. Wow, people suck. People do suck. But I mean, it was. I think it was. I think it was doing well at first, but then it was. Um, the writer's strike happened, so they only got nine episodes for the first season. And by the time they brought it back, I think it had been over a year. So people kind of forgot about it. And at the time, there was no DVR or anything like that. I think you probably could stream on like ABC's website at the time. But there was no... Netflix wasn't picking things up like that. There was no streaming Netflix. It was still getting DVDs and mail. So it's kind of like they just cut their losses and they're like well nobody's watching this anymore but except for some of us were do you still get the dvds in the mail i do no i don't <laughs> <laughs> that's why i asked because producer they matt still does have that is it like i was mind blown that people still month? had dvd players i mean for god's sakes so do you consider this show your favorite show um, that is a trick question. I have multiple favorite shows. I can't Don't say all? that Don't there all? is one that is my all-time favorite. So we'll say one of your favorite shows. Yes, yes it's this one is, of your favorite shows. Do you feel like, because at least like for me, when I have favorite shows, like I feel like I can like connect to one or multiple characters and like you can relate to them. Do you have a specific character from the show that you feel like you can like relate to well? I Yes, it's Ned because I love pie. <laughs> if I had to choose between cake and pie, I'd probably go with pie. I think I would too. I'm not a big cake person unless it's, it's the funfetti. Plus <laughs> the pie. Funfetti is amazing. I know. It's like, what is in that? that I think we all just like the like colors in it. <laughs> like, we don't actually like the cake. That's we just like that there's rainbow colors yes. in it when we eat it. But no, I agree. I'm a big pie person. Um, What's your favorite pie? Gun to your head. I know. I gotta think. I'm. I'm thinking it's apple crumb. Oh. It's all about the apple crumb. I'm about pumpkin. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Pumpkin pie. But you know Doesn't what's weird? I don't eat the crust of pumpkin pie. I only eat the inside. <gasps> that's because you're not having good crust. Yeah, See, that's I even, true. I even make my own pie every Thanksgiving for. And you my didn't family. bring one. I didn't. Would've I should have. Would have been nice. Fuck. I'm sorry. I failed. Yeah. So you're gonna have to come back. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'll find another show about pie. I'll bring yeah, pie. Specifically focused on pie. But um, the creator, Brian Fuller, is actually, he's gay. And I think that this is, again, like one of my, back to my unfounded theories. But I also feel like the entire show is kind of a metaphor for HIV. Because he basically is, this guy is in love with this girl. He can never touch her again. Otherwise, he'll kill her. So it's like, hmm. that's kind of, um, I feel like he kind of put that into it where he's like, well, he kind of probably grew up during the, the height age, of the AIDS yeah. crisis. Yep. And it was like, if you, this person that you love, if you touch them, you could kill them. So it's like, and there's kind of like all of that. They can only touch through plastic and everything, hmm. which by the way, my, um, uh, I always get told that I have a Delco accent with 
the word plastic. Plastic. Yeah, you have it too. You plastic. Know, do you know how real how people say, say plastic? They say plastic. Plastic. It's fucking weird. Plastic. 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 We're just going to whisper it. <laughs> the, re- the, the remaining of this podcast is plastic. us just saying the word plastic. 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 <laughs> plastic. I can't even say the word anymore. Now I'm annoyed. Why did you point that out? Because other people ruined it for me. Yeah, plastic. So whatever. I, can, I, mean, I, can, I say plastic anyway. Yeah, people I mean, get it. Yeah, it's like you know what we mean. You're not like, wait, what? Just be thankful. What I don't is say that? Water. Yeah, I say water. I will say I say water. I say water. What do you say? Water. Mm, bullshit. <laughs> he had to think about it. He yeah. was like, don't say water. Don't say water. Don't say water. I say water. I say water. Damn it! I lost my train of thought. I was gonna say something, and then I focused on fucking plastic. <laughs> Oh shit! Was it about the? It was actually light topic a, <laughs> HIV. Oh yes, that's what it was about. Um, I got so distracted by plastic. No, I actually love that. I like that you, um, even if it's not true. Yeah. If it is true, I love that. I like. It's just he. There's all of these different ways they find ways to kind of touch each other, which is like it's always through some kind of plastic. Christ, here we thing. go again. Plastic. <laughs> Or, you know, the, oh, yeah, not gl- I was going to say or glass, but that's what they put up to kind of protect each other. Yeah. But um, it's just this kind of, it's always a forbidden love and you can never touch them or you'll kill them. Hmm. Yeah. That makes it very sad. It is, but I do like that. Like, I love when a, there's like a, I actually am like kind of annoyed that we don't know if that's factual. <laughs> because like because if that's true like i'm very much intrigued by that like i like those like hidden messages especially when it's like a situation where like he is gay and he was around during that time when like shit was hitting the fan and people were getting aids all the time from like unprotected sex and i don't know so it just kind of stuck with him that he wanted this fairy tale about possibly touching the person you love kills them yeah and how wearing plastic sucks <laughs> take that as you will safe sex yeah losers <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they'll be like if they kind of have to bring it back for a third season maybe it'll be like the uh ned will be able to have prep it'll just he'll be able to touch people as long as he takes a pill every day yeah boom yeah Good for him. Or if he just wraps himself in plastic. <laughs> He's just like in the season three, just covered in saran wrap, touching people. See, that's what I don't understand. He could just like, he's a pie maker. And so he like touches the fruit, the the rotten fruit and brings it back. Which I don't get that part. Just get, <laughs> just get fresh fruit. I mean, God. Because it's cheaper. Yeah, I guess. Not a lot of people are buying pies. <laughs> yeah, sure. The pie business is he not He only going sells well. pie and coffee. <laughs> I know, and the funny part is the only people really in there is the blonde that works there and Emerson. Because he gets all of his money from solving murders. Yeah, so it's basically just like a front. But he has like 70 pies (laughs) sitting there. And he's actually skinny. He has to have... Oh, it's because he doesn't eat the pies. He can never eat them again because he touches them once, brings the fruit back, and if he ever eats the pie, it turns rotten in his mouth. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Wow, blessing and a curse. All the things he loves, he can never touch. Yeah, seriously. Can you imagine if you could never have pie again? Dental dams. <laughs> <laughs> Just if you like the texture of it, I guess. You can't swallow. 
<laughs> it is HIV. Yes. Wow. We cracked the code. Yeah. I but also, he's got to have like rubber gloves somewhere back there. Why doesn't he just hold her it, hands like that? I mean, it's kind of bullshit. Like, can we just get an update from Ned? Like, even <laughs> if season three doesn't just doesn't come out, just have Ned videotape himself on Facebook Live. <laughs> just being like, hey, I figured it out. And Charlotte's still here. We're totally cool. We have kids now. Bet you're wondering how. Digby's still running around. Yeah. I hope Emerson's still alive. Not the actor. I just mean him, Emerson. (laughs) Not the guy that plays him. Well, the guy that plays him is still around, too, so. Yeah. But is Emerson. Yeah, everybody is. It's great. The Darling Mermaid Darlings, she even got her eye back. She did? No. no. Oh, I was like, (laughs) what? Yes, he touched her dead eye and brought it back. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I might as well lose my eyes. I have the worst vision in America. You're talking to two people who are wearing glasses right now. Yeah, I have contacts in. You guys choose to wear glasses. Wait, do you think that other people say glasses? Oh, my God. There's a fucking cricket in here. I mean, for God's sakes. Like, are we boring you? (laughs) I, like, am afraid to say something funny and roast myself with this cricket in the background. So I lied. Beats by Dre blocks out everything except, except crickets. Microphone. Well, I think it's because you can hear it on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, so it's like echoing. Oh my god, this is hilarious. By the way, how great is a name like Cantaloupe for a dog? Is that the dog's name? That was no, that was Digby's the dog name. But the first mystery that they solve in the episode. Oh yes. Was Cantaloupe. Yes. Chow. Yes. And Chows are actually nasty dogs. Yeah. So. Docile as a kitten, this one though. Yeah, this one was a good one. And, and like I was getting pissed when they did like pull the thing out and they pulled the body like out of that what was that called? That like drawer. drawer. <laughs> the, the, the body drawer. drawer. Yeah. And um at first I was like, Tell me they're not gonna show his face because like he's like, Oh, Dude. it's not that bad. <laughs> and Emerson's like, if you don't think that's bad, like he's like <laughs> says something about on the lines of like, that's fucking disgusting. And then you see that he got his face bit off. I'm surprised the dog killed him. Uh, it wasn't the chow that killed him. I know, it was the, the Rottweiler. Uh, yeah. The, the secretary's, secretary's dog. dog. <laughs> but, like, it killed him. Like, it must have been Ripped added. Ripped his face off. And I'm surprised the chow didn't hop in. Well, it's because the chow is docile nice. the kitten. Probably got scared and ran away. Yeah, just like another kit in. Kitten. <laughs> kitten. Just like all kittens. I don't know. What the fuck is with that grasshopper? That cricket. I know. Grasshopper. Matt, find it. Kill it. And don't touch it again. Yeah. He calls himself a producer, but he's letting us (laughs) suffer here while there's a cricket just... I think it's outside. Go outside. (laughs) Anyways. um, Yeah. Was there there anything else you had? Um, Matt, what's your favorite pie? Uh, Apple. Apple crumb. We're big apple... You know what I... What the fuck was that? Oh, the cricket. Oh, the cricket. cricket. It's huge. The cricket. No, you know what I think? Why we love apple crumb pie so much? I really have to think about how I'm going to explain this. Okay. There is like this like doughy texture under the crumb. You know what I'm talking about. And it tastes so good. It's like this like sweet mush. <laughs> 
and it's like right where the crumb touches the apple. It sounds like I'm talking about like something sexual, right as the crumb touches the apple. Apple crumbs definitely better than regular apple. Yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah, the crumbs just make such a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so on this segment of what's your favorite pie? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps it up. Thank you very much, Eric, for coming on today. Thank you for having me. I was always told that I have a face for radio. Yeah. I was never told that. Mm. Hmm. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) I have a face for radio. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great day. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.